Monday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. As uh, we continue here and get closer and closer to the brand new year. Well, many of you are familiar with the fact that before Yuntif, uh, Yad Eliezer, I mean, Yad Eliezer does this all through the year, of course. We've been speaking about that on the air, how they're always providing um, what's necessary for the needy in Israel, um, you know, 365 days a year. Uh, but before Yuntif, this uh, situation in Israel becomes more and more acute, uh, in some ways more and more difficult, and in many ways more and more important for our audience and for other people around the world to respond and keep Yad Eliezer going. And um, this morning, Yossi Kaufman is with us live via telephone, Director of Public Relations for uh, for Yad Eliezer, as we discuss some of the things that uh, are really necessary to be done before the brand new year begins. Yossi Kaufman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you very much. Good morning to you. Uh, must be a very, very busy time of year for Yad Eliezer. You know, not not to be cliche, but I think that would be, as you're well stating, a tremendous understatement. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was just speaking to the office a little while ago, and they were alluding to the fact that you can't even imagine what's transpiring. We're getting hundreds of requests a day. And, you know, I always say, I think I've heard everything. You work at Eliezer, you hear these, you have tremendous seapulk, you see pathologies you're helping, but at the same time, there are stories that really shock you to the core. Yeah, and by the way, you're, they, de- you're dealing with a situation now as well where people thought they might be able to make it for Yuntif. They're you know, essentially waking up a couple of days before the holiday, understanding and realizing that they're not going to be able to make it. You, you get a lot of emergency situations at the last minute. We get a tremendous amount of emergency situations. There was just, for example, there was a woman who we helped with during the year. She has six kids. Her oldest is 13 years old. He has epilepsy. I think her income is about 5,200 shekel a month. Her rent is 3,000 shekel a month. So, Lolan, you can imagine you have a child with epilepsy and you can't buy a medicine. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm going corrected. Thank God you can't imagine. Yeah. And this lady is coming to us crying. What's she going to do for Yontif? Her mother's not from. Her mother works as a, a city employee. She has no money. The same some of these six neshamas. She has two kids in Ritalin. And we say she got a pakala. She got a pakala, and she's begging us for help. That's an understatement. But I, I could I could talk to you now for the next fifteen hours on people with pakala. Yossi Kaufman with us. Yadaliez are doing amazing work now, especially before Yontif. Uh, according to what I saw, you are now servicing, and I say it like this with a little bit of surprise, because I remember the early days of Yadaliezer, you are now servicing over 33,000 families. <laughs> Is that an accurate statistic? It's an accurate statistic, and you know I wish you wouldn't tell me because it's quite intimidating. <laughs> you can say that again. 33,000 families. Yeah. And in food, them, yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, in food alone, you're giving out uh, about four million dollars worth of food. Right, you're giving a tremendous amount of food, and people don't realize the scope of what we're involved in. When Yedelizer first started about thirty-eight years ago, it was helping a few families have food for Shabbos. Yeah. Almost forty years ago, and then we got into baby formula. 
We got into Big Brothers, Big Sisters for Kids at Risk. But any program we got into, we didn't touch until we knew we can handle it financially. So when people come to Adeliezer and they'll say, oh my gosh, you're working with these tens of thousands of families on your, on your food program, they're shocked when they find out that that's only one of close to 20 programs. And by the way, everybody... Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm sorry I keep interrupting. There's just so much I want to tell the people. Uh, I just wanted to mention that uh, when people visit the website at yadaliezer.org, that's why uh, they'll see there adopt a wedding, food boxes, bar mitzvah twinning, uh, dental clinics, meals on wheels, Shabbat chickens. I mean, meaning that, you know, from the beginning where it just started to help a few people for Shabbos, it's become, as you said, you know, a, a, uh, a really important resource for people to take care of a whole bunch of needs. It's become a tremendous resource for people. The, the requests, the needs are daunting. Daunting. I think it's beyond anybody's possible imagination until you're in the trenches. And we've had people, we've, we've said to them, you know, come sit in the office for an hour. Just sit in the office on the side and listen to who's coming in and listen to what they're going through. It's definitely very, very daunting. The nice part of it is, with all the daunting issues involved, there are countless families around the world that are saying, we know what you do, we've seen what you do, and we want to help you what you do. And the families come, Territory Israel, what's become a very popular event, is coming to Eliezer, packing the boxes, watching the multimedia presentation, going home with a time-lapse video with the family, having a fantastic time, and invariably returning for another visit, because everything we're involved with we cannot do without Amcha. By the way, that's a good point. Cholamite uh, Sukkot this year, you're doing that, right? People can come by and, and see the Yes, yeah, so they should call first because it's a very popular stop. Right. We're open Sunday and Tuesday, half a day in Cholamite, to accommodate the families that are so involved with us throughout the year or those that want to see what's going on. And people tell me countless times, I'll speak to their kids, what was the best part of your trip to Israel? And the kids look up and they smile and they say, Yet Eliezer, the, the family has a tremendous satisfaction from the hands-on chesed they're undertaking, because Tachlis, throughout the year, and all the more so now, we are inundated with families, Amonas and Yesomim, people that don't have where to turn, widows, orphans, horrific stories, people who lost their jobs, people who can't get a job. And it's very frightening, not to mention right now, we were, thank God, 90% of the way to our goal. There's a foundation we work with that made us a tremendous offer, which was, if you, Yadaliezer, raise $200,000 for lone soldiers and young couples in the Army that on the stipend they're getting have an incredibly difficult time, to put it mildly, of getting into Yanti. If you can raise $200,000 for these soldiers that are out there protecting us, we will match you 100%. We, you, Yad Eliezer, will be able to give out to the soldiers for Yontif, these lonely soldiers, the hungry couples, $400,000. And I tell people, what's more blue and white than green? <laughs> That's true. Uh, Yassi Kaufman's with us. Uh, you can go to our website. Uh, when you scroll down, you'll see the Yad Eliezer banner, and of course, you can click right through yadaliezer.org. 
Yadaliezer.org brings you right to the website where you can donate and be as generous as you possibly can now before Rosh Hashanah. As Jesse has described, every penny you give is going to be used, uh, likely right before Yuntiv, to help people. Again, it's Yadaliezer.org. Yadaliezer.org. We encourage everybody in this audience to give as generously as possible before the uh, the year comes to an end. By the way, according to the stats that I have, uh, over 3,000 soldiers have benefited now, uh, right before Yuntif, from the program you just described so far. Thank God. It's making a tremendous difference. We actually have a file, which for obvious reasons we cannot release, of the actual soldiers we're helping. It's not going into a pot somewhere. I tell people, if you had a liaison, had a wall. And that wall had, let's say, 20 different slots for 20 different programs, for 20 different pushkas. If you would look behind that wall, you would not see a funnel and one big pot. People have gone through different issues in life, and there are different factors that inspire them, and in turn, they have issues that are more important to them. And when someone says, I want to give you money for widows, for orphans, kids at risk, food baskets, baby formula, whose mother, babies whose mothers can't nurse enough for buying a formula at this critical stage, 2,000 babies a month, when someone gives money for Program X, because that's important to them, Yadaliezis is very careful to say, thank you for supporting Program X. The money that you've generously sent us will go to Program X. We respect the requests, and the needs are not short at all. Over 41,000 food boxes were packed and delivered to families around Israel because of Yad Eliezer. Almost 1,000 groups packed those boxes, volunteers, of course. 33,000 families received funds in different ways. Almost $4 million in food distribution, as we mentioned earlier. Over 3,000 soldiers, as we said. 751 children have benefited from the Shalhevet Learning Initiative, which is part of Yad Eliezer. Widows and orphans were assisted with financial and emotional support, almost 1,000 of them. There are 3,600 big brothers, over 600 big sisters. There are tuition grants that are given through the Zichron Yehuda Leib Training Program. The Miriam and Moshe Friedman Microfinancing Initiative gives $2,500 to $8,000 uh, per grant to needy families. Four hundred, more than four hundred patients were helped with their medical support services. You collected seven thousand coats and an additional eighty-five hundred quilts in the winter warmth campaign. You guys are really involved in a lot of different things. You know, we can't even imagine what it's like. We're home in our house. It gets cold. We go to the children. You know, turn up the thermostat. When the summer, turn down the thermostat. Could you imagine a situation? where there's no heater in the house. Yep. Where you have a heater, there's no electricity in the house. On a freezing cold night, the blanket initiative, the heater initiative, is astounding. There's a boy, it's very scary because it's in the news here in New York today. There's a boy, Hugo Paolo Fijuanali-Rocha, in Johannesburg. You will not believe the story because it's in the news here. He was on the soccer field. If I'm not mistaken, I won't actually know what. I'm not going to say how it happened, but the bottom line was the goalpost fell on his head. Right. Sounds familiar. The news today in New York. The goalpost fell on his head. Hashem Merachim, the boy was Nifter. He died. 
friends that knew him or that heard about him. He was from Australia in Johannesburg, in Australia, raised a fortune of money to help, firstly, people locally in their cities. And they sent Seattle over $10,000 Australian to help us buy blankets for kids. It was the Hugo's Warmth Campaign. Wow. Hugo was a very warm young man. They wanted to warm the little children in Israel. We have two wedding halls in Jerusalem, two wedding halls in B'nai Brook. We now just bought two wedding halls in Ashdod, recruiting into three. I can't even tell you, hundreds and hundreds of couples around the world get engaged, they get on the phone, and they call us. What do they say? We're making a simcha. We want this chus. We want to twin our wedding with a twin, with a wedding in Israel. Hmm. I have a friend here in Teaneck. His son just got engaged. I saw. I spoke to him at the wedding. Twinning emailed me back. Yes, we're in. We want to twin our simcha with a couple in Israel, knowing they'll have an easier time getting to the chuppah because we can share our simcha with them. Phenomenal. That's an addition, by the way, to over 120. Chatanim who needed talitot for their uh, for their new married life, and you provided that for them. Plus, over two hundred and thirty orphan brides who were given a complete set of electrical appliances. They're making a bar mitzvah. Families can't afford shul. You got to be kidding me. They can't afford a suit. Boys become bar mitzvah. Families twin their simcha with a boy in Israel. And think about it: the rest of this boy's life, he's bar mitzvah in Manhattan, in New York, in Baltimore. There's a boy in Israel who put on tefillin six days a week because he said, I want to share my bar mitzvah simcha and give a boy simcha having a bar mitzvah as well. This is a very important discussion to have, Erev Yantif. I'm glad you're with us. Yossi Kaufman on our phone line, yadaliezer.org, yadaliezer.org. Uh, you understand, many of you now understand the importance and the reason why uh, we encourage everyone to give as generously as possible. They are helping families in the tens of thousands. I don't even—I don't even think people realize that officially. I don't remember what the—it's somewhere between twenty and twenty-five percent of all Israelis live below the poverty line. I don't think most people in our audience realize that. It's actually about a third of the children in Israel live below the poverty line, and I think one thing that's very important to stress is at Yad Eliezer, we want to run Yad Eliezer like a business, not for profit. Meaning, if we can afford a program, we will consider undertaking it. If you go on the website, a wonderful website, which I recommend to all your listeners, because they're involved in so many areas of Saka and Am Yisrael, there's a website called Charity Navigator. Charity Navigator evaluates charities from around the world that fall with the IRS for one simple reason. They want to know, if someone gives a dollar to your charity, how much of that charity is going to the families, how much is going to the overhead? If you go right now to charitynavigator.org, you will see that 3%, actually just under, 3% of the money that we raise is the money that goes to Seattle hmm. As far as our overhead is less than 3%. Approximately 97 cents to the dollar is going to the recipients, those that need it. Deloitte, internationally acclaimed, famous financial firm, is signing on our books every month. I don't know how many charities out there can say, not just look what we're doing, we're on Charity Navigator. 
the Lord is working with us. We want to be straight. We want to do it right. We want to do our best to make a difference to the Jewish people. That's the bottom line. Yadeliezer.org, everybody. Now is an opportunity a couple of days before Yuntif as the new year starts to really make a difference, to help those who are suffering in Israel, and it is suffering when they're in a uh, financial situation that's uh, stressful, frustrating, and full of despair and depression. Um, go to the website, yadeliezer.org. You'll find it on our site as well, yadeliezer.org. Give as generously as possible. You get earmark, as you heard Jesse Kaufman say earlier, to any of the amazing programs that they do, whether it be for bar mitzvahs, for weddings, for orphans, uh, for families, for weekly Shabbos distribution of food, for produce, for weekly Shabbos distribution of chickens, uh, specifically for infants with formula, whatever you want, you'll find it there and you'll be able to participate in that way. Israeli soldiers, that's another way, Israeli soldiers who they help on a regular basis. Go to yadaliezer.org, yadaliezer.org, and join the effort that distributes $4 million in food, helps families with funds to the tune of 33,000 families, packs four, tens of thousands of food boxes on a regular basis for distribution, helps thousands of babies, and is there with so many initiatives. The list is, is simply voluminous. So many initiatives to help people um, in every walk of life in the state of Israel. Yadaliezer.org, Yadaliezer.org. Jesse Kaufman, anything you'd like to add for our audience? What I'd like to add is that I've seen uh, what, what you do in Israel, overseas, and it's really the scope of what you do is tremendous, how you do it for the Jewish people. And I wanted to give you a bracha for you and your listeners that you should be privileged to continue your amazing work raising awareness of the needs of the Jewish people, of the beauty of the Jewish people. Have all, we're all there for each other, and that's the bottom line. Throughout the year, we get reminders from around the world that we're the Jews. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's tremendous that Baruch Hashem, the Jewish people, knows they're the Jewish people, and they're there for each other. And the fact that you facilitate this among countless people around the world is tremendous. I want to give you and your listeners a bracha that makes such a difference. Some Israel, they should have tremendous success in your work. And please, God, I get so many brachas from people. They say, Yassi, I give you a bracha that you should be out of business. <laughs> That's and I say, I won't say same to you. <laughs> Thank you. That's much appreciated. Yassi Kaufman, Yadaliezer. Go to yadaliezer.org. Yadaliezer.org. Give as generously as possible in these couple of days before the brand new year. Yadaliezer.org. Yassi, have a good trip back to the Holy Land. Have a wonderful Kesuvah Happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And we should continue to uh, facilitate people to do great mitzvahs and to be as generous as possible for the poor in Israel. Thank you so much. God bless. More coming up. El Sofer Blowing is next. The drop-behind schedule at America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com. On the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. <laughs> 